0: Hi there, welcome to your podcast for College Catholics, where we discuss faith and spirituality from a Catholic perspective. I'm your host, Father Patrick. One of the words that we repeat most in our prayers is the word, Amen. The creed, we say at Mass, finishes with the word, Amen, as well. And it is the last word of the sacred scriptures, at least in most translations. And our Lord Jesus Christ used it many times, especially when he wanted to state certain things in a definitive way saying amen amen i say to you and he said this in order to apply a certain certainty to the words and importance to the words that he was saying so why do we use it and what are its implications for your life there is a centuries old and widely accepted tradition in the Catholic Church, according to which the Apostle St. James, the greater, reached what today is Spain in an effort to preach the gospel to every creature according to the commandment that they had received from Jesus Christ. However, contrary to what we would have otherwise imagined, like it happened with the other apostles, the Apostle St. James was not very successful. Actually, he was only able to gather some, just some followers And uh, it got to the point where he was utterly disappointed and discouraged. And it was then when around the year 40 AD, the Virgin Mary appeared to him standing on a pillar and assured him of her help and support. She encouraged him not to give up, but to continue working steadfastly to uh, promote and spread the faith of Jesus Christ. So this pillar on which the Virgin Mary was standing was interpreted to be a symbol of the Catholic faith, which is a strong foundation for everything we do, as it is backed by the infallible truth that comes from God himself. Of all the truths that we can grasp in this world, there is none more certain or more reliable than the truth that comes from God. Because God is God. Because God is the perfect being. Because God is immutable. Because God is truth itself. And therefore, everything he says is true. Everything that he says is reliable. And all the promises he makes will be fulfilled. That is what is at the foundation of this word that we say so frequently, the word amen. So what does amen mean? And why do we use it at the end of our prayers? Now, in Hebrew, the word amen comes from the same root as the word believe. And it expresses a certain firmness, faithfulness, or trustworthiness. In this sense, the word means, on the one hand, the fidelity or faithfulness of God, the fact that he is trustworthy. And on the other hand, because he is faithful, that calls for a response on our part. A response of complete trust in God. Trust in our Lord Jesus Christ. So these are like two sides of the one same coin. On the one side, the fidelity of God and our acceptance of that fidelity through an act of trust on the other hand. right. So at the source of all truth and all fidelity is God himself who loves us infinitely and says only the truth to us. He will always love you, and he can never lie to you. So God is faithful. Moreover, so faithful is God that our Lord said that even the heavens and the earth will pass away, but his words will not pass away. He said this in the Gospel of St. Matthew chapter 24, verse 35. Moreover, God, again, is so faithful that he is said to be fidelity itself. He is truth itself. That is why in the book of Isaiah, chapter 66, verse 16, he is called the God of truth, which if you translate it literally, it reads the God of amen. And in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 14, Jesus Christ is called the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the source of God's creation. Now, when we talk about the fidelity or faithfulness of God or the truth or veracity of his words, we mean two things. First, that he created you out of love, that he has a plan for you, and that he will always love you. Even if you offend him, he will always love you and he will always desire your salvation and he will always provide everything you need to be saved. That is what we mean when we say God is faithful. These words that I'm going to read now of the prophet Isaiah express the enduring love and fidelity of God toward you. Now, just as a hint Uh, uh, to understand these words of Isaiah uh, he speaks about Zion which is the mount on which the city of Jerusalem was built so whenever the the scriptures speak about Zion it refers to the city of Jerusalem which has always been understood as a symbol of the people of God but also as a symbol of the individual person for whom Christ has died so we read in Isaiah 49:14 through 16. Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. Can a mother forget her infant? Be without tenderness for the child of her womb? Even should she forget, I will never forget you. See Upon the palms of my hands I have engraved you. Your walls are ever before me. Up to there, God speaking through the prophet Isaiah. So the faithful love of God is expressed in these words. That God has engraved us on the palms of his hands. Or as the sacred heart of Jesus promised to St. Margaret Mary, those who promote the devotion to the sacred heart will be engraved in his heart, in his sacred heart. That means that God will never forget you. He cannot forget you. You are always present to him. Now, a second thing we mean when we say that God is faithful, that God is the Amen. We say and we mean that God reveals the truth to us, that he is truth. Not only is he faithful, he is also true, right? He is the truth. He is the source of all truth. And therefore, he cannot be wrong and he cannot possibly lie to us. So he is truthful because he is God. He can only say the truth. He cannot possibly be deceived or wrong, nor will he deceive you. This calls then for a generous response from us, a response that accepts that fidelity, that truth of God. That is, a response of trust, a response of obedience, a response of faith. Faith in God. That is what we mean then when we say that God is the amen. And that is what we mean also when we say amen, that we are believing, that I believe, we say. I trust. I want to obey God. As the catechism says, when we say amen, we believe God's words. We believe his promises and his commandments. We entrust ourselves completely to Him who is infinite love and perfect faithfulness. So make sure you say that word with true purpose. Every time you say amen, try to remind yourself that you want to believe, that you want to trust God, that you want to live your life according to the gospel. In that sense, I want to remind you what we already said in episodes 11 and 12, that faith and trust in God are not simply emotions that we might feel more or less strongly at one particular time. They are a voluntary assent of the mind, a voluntary assent of the mind and of the will to the truths taught by God. Those truths require an act of the will, a deliberate choice. To believe and to trust in God, I have to Put forth an action, an act, an intention of the will, a deliberate choice of the will. I want to believe. A choice that can be kept even in the midst of darkness, of difficulties, of crosses, and even of doubts. And this is possible because God has given us signs of his fidelity and of his truth. This is the fidelity then that we see in the saints. This is the fidelity that we see in the martyrs, in many martyrs, even in the midst of terrible crosses and pains and sufferings that they had to endure. So let me remind you the words of St. Polycarp, the martyr. Right, so He was bishop. He died in the year 155 AD in what today is uh, Turkey in a city called Smyrna. He was a bishop of Smyrna and he was accused of being a Christian. So he was condemned to die burned at the stake. But before being burned, He was offered the opportunity to reject his faith in Jesus Christ and so be saved from being burnt. And Polycarp answered, Eighty-six years I have served him, and he has done me no wrong. How can I blaspheme my king and my savior? That is an expression then of the Amen an expression of fidelity to Christ in the midst of difficulties. Now, here I want to add a more personal uh, suggestion, an important implication that this amen has in our life. Because this podcast is geared toward college students, I will suspect that most of you who are listening um, are probably called to married life. But even if you're called to the priesthood or religious life, this uh, suggestion or this recommendation still applies, right? And the idea is try to be faithful to your promises, right? Make an effort to be faithful to the promises you make, to your commitments, especially to your future wedding vows or to your future promises as a priest or to your religious vows in the future, Regarding, regardless or depending on what vocation you're called to embrace. And this fidelity to those commitments start or you, you start to be faithful to those commitments today by being faithful to God, to your faith, to your baptismal promises, but also to being faithful to those promises you make uh, with your parents, or to your girlfriend or to your boyfriend. Or even to your friends when you promise something or you commit to something, right? So when you say you will do something, make sure you do it or at least try to do it. Some people today say they will do something and they just bail and without worrying too much about it, they just don't fulfill their commitments. And this is why then uh, we see uh, so many marriages that fail. So many men who abandon the priesthood or people who abandon religious life, etc., right? Because there is very little practice of being faithful to one's commitments. So I know it takes sacrifice to persevere in what you promise. But when you make a commitment, when you make a promise, try to be truthful to that promise. Try to be faithful to the commitments you make. And that will help you in the future to be faithful to the more serious commitments in life, like marriage, the priesthood, or religious life. So that is what we mean when we say, Amen. I believe, I trust in God, and I want to be committed to God and to my faith. So that is all for today. I hope you liked this uh, content, and if you did, please encourage others to listen to this episode. And you can do that by leaving a review in Apple Podcasts or in Spotify. You can also rate us there in Spotify. And if you have any questions about this or any other episode, make sure you shoot me an email at info at 4 dot org. So that is all for today. May God bless you abundantly, and I will see you next week.